this passage of scripture na gusto ko po ituro sa inyo ngayong, uh, ngayong gabing ito ay napaka-importante because what I believe in the next seven years, we're going to see more people serving not just in the church but also in other areas of your life. Maybe you know, in the workplace, uh, sa inyong mga tahanan, you can serve in your home or maybe in school. I believe in the next seven years, ganun ang na it's not about people just coming to church and being blessed by the, by the, you know, by the praise and worship o kaya sa mga mga bagay na ginagawa natin, you know, or or even the preaching of the word. I believe it's going to be more than that. So, this message, I believe, is preparation para sa atin. With all of the things that are happening, kasi pwedeng, ano eh, pwedeng ma- mawala tayo sa focus at mawala talaga tayo dun sa essence kung bakit natin ginagawa ang lahat ng ito. Of course, the main reason is that we want to glorify God. And we want to serve people. We want to bless people. That, because that is His calling. We are saved by God so that we can serve others. But the title of the message is something na medyo kakaiba kasi tanong siya. Ang tanong is, do servants serve? Ang mga servant daw ba ay naglilingkod? Okay, now, if you can answer the question, yes or no? Do servants serve? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Now, I would like to ask another question. The other question is this, ano ang tawag sa mga Kristiyano na hindi nagsaserve? Ano kaya sa palagay niyo? Oh, hindi ko na kayo paulain. The answer is, you know, it's a word, it's called contradiction. Ano kinalaman ng pastor? What does the question, anong tawag sa isang kristyanong hindi naglilingkod? Contradiction. Because according to the Bible, according to the Word of God, and according to Jesus, pag ikaw ay tinawag na kristyano, ibig sabihin, ang sinusundan mo ay ang Panginoong Jesus. And Jesus lived a life of servanthood. Ibig sabihin, kung ikaw ay kristyano, tinatanggap mo rin na ikaw ay magiging servant, na ikaw din ay magiging lingkod ng Panginoon Diyos. So when you say Christian, pero hindi nagsaserve either in the, in the church, outside of the church, in the home, outside of the home, in school, in the workplace, pag merong nakitang Kristiyano na wala lang, parang Christian lang siya sa pangalan, contradiction yon, hindi yun pwede. Hindi yun pwedeng mangyari. Kaya lang, nangyayari. Because people do not understand that when they become Christians, God has given them an opportunity to do something for Him. To do something for the kingdom. Nais ko kayong dalhin sa Matthew chapter 20 and we are going to read verse 20 hanggang 28. And I believe this is familiar to many of you. Sabi dyan, Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons and kneeling down, Ask a favor of him or ask him a favor. What is it you want? He asked. And she said, Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You don't know what you are asking. Jesus said to them, Can you drink the cup I am going to drink? We can, they answered. And then Jesus said to them, You will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my Father. When the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give His life as a ransom 
for many. Tayo po'y manalangin. Panginoon, Diyos kami lumalapit sa iyo. And Lord, we ask that you bless this time. Lord, we ask for your Holy Spirit to give us wisdom and insight into your word. We pray, Father, that whatever situations we are facing right now, Lord, we just would like to lay them at your feet and at this time give you our full attention. Thank you, Lord. Be blessed, be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now, whether you would like to believe this or not, yung nakita natin dito po sa dalawang disipulo, dito sa magkapatid, nakikita rin natin sa ating mga buhay. At masusumpungan mo rin sa kapwa mo. Tignan mo yung katabi mo, sabi mo sa kanya, nakikita ko rin yan sa'yo. Ano kaya yon? That is the idea that we are selfish. It is not your natural tendency to think about others. It is your first tendency to think about yourself. Naunawaan niyo ba ibig sabihin? If there is danger around you, most likely many would react to save themselves instead of save other people. Bihirang-bihira yon na ang reaksyon ay eh, tulungan agad yung iba. Why? Because it's part of you. Now, it's not necessarily wrong na ikaw ay may ganung klaseng tendency kasi built-in na sa'yo yun eh. Parang reflex action yan eh. Pag napaso ka, hindi mo na kailangang isipin, ako ba napapaso o ano? No, it's a reflex action. Pag napaso ka, inaalis mo agad yung kamay mo kasi naramdaman mo yung init. You don't have to rationalize, hindi naman masyado mainit eh. Hindi naman talaga masusunog ang kamay ko eh. It's a reflex action. When you are thinking about yourself because you want to protect yourself in the same manner, in the same way, para siyang reflex action. So, it's okay. Kaya lang, when it is taken too far, problema po yun. Naunawaan nyo ba? When you become too self-centered, if there is such a term or if there is such a word, if you become so engrossed about yourself, malaki ang problema mo. Kasi yes, you react to a situation, you protect yourself, but then all of a sudden, naisip mo, ba, kailangan ko rin palang tulungan si ganito, kailangan ko rin palang tulungan si ganon. Normal din yon. But when you have too much self-centeredness, then that right there is a problem. Pero naniniwala ako, because everybody here, you have a knowledge, and you have an insight to who God is. Alam mo na, at least you know, from the preachings that you have heard before, and even from the things that I have said today, naisip mo na, oo nga, no, kailangan ko maglingkod. All of us here, we have a desire to do that, to serve, because we know God is calling us for a greater purpose. Pero, before you go into that, and before you start serving, or maybe you are serving right now in whatever way or capacity, may mga ilang mga bagay ka na dapat matutunan. Because if you do not learn these things, it may give you problems. It may cause problems for you later on. So what are the, these things? I'll share four things sa inyo. Number one, kailangan mong i-check ang yung mga motives. You need to check your motives. In verse 20 and verse 21, sabi dito, Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons, and sabi dito, kneeling down. So basically, this woman was following protocol. When you pray, diba, the Lord's Prayer, it begins with honoring God, it begins with worshiping God, it begins with thanksgiving. Ang Diyos muna ang inuuna. So this woman, si Salome, ang pangalan niya, she was simply following protocol. Sasambahin ko muna si Jesus. I will show him the honor and respect that is due to him because he is the rabbi, he is the master. But then all of a sudden, yung sumunod na lumabas sa kanyang bibig gave away her true intentions. Sabi dito, kneeling down, sabi dito, ask 
a favor of Him. So kung pwede lang sabihin ni Jesus, ah, kaya ka pala lumuluhod, meron ka palang hihilingin magmula sa akin. At ang sabi ni Jesus, what is it that you want? Hindi pa niya natatapos ang mga, ang mga katagang yon. Alam na agad ni Salome kung ano ang kanyang sasabihin. From there, we can see, ah, parang hindi yata maganda. It is really easy for our motives to get, you know, mixed up. James and John, sila yung magkapatid dito, were interested in glory, position, and rank. Remember last week what I shared? Pleasure, power, and prestige. Dito naman, they were interested in glory, position, and rank. They wanted to be the closest to Jesus and they wanted to be higher than anyone else. Eto pa, ang mother nila, ang nanay nila, yun din ang gusto para sa kanila. If you have ever found the stage mother in the Bible, ang una example nun ay si Salome. Sino sa inyo, you, you feel na stage mother kayo, hindi nyo kailangan magtaas ng kamay, pero alam nyo yun, kapag ang anak nyo ay sumali sa isang beauty contest, sa isang singing contest, o anuman, alam nyo, nandun din kayo. Tapos pag may nakita kayo mas maganda sa anak nyo, galit kayo dun sa babaeng yun o sa batang yun. Nakita ni Salome itong ibang mga disciples, sabi niya, mga anak, tignan mo, mas magandang lalaki kayo sa mga yan, mas bagay kayo sa kaliwa at sa kanan ni Jesus. So selfishness, lumalabas. Actually, the name Salome means to be clothed or clothing. So ibig sabihin, pan sa panlabas na kaanyuan, mukhang okay ang ginagawa mo, pero sa panloob, hindi pala maganda. That you may be coming to church and you are telling us or you are showing us my intention is to worship. My, my purpose is to glorify God. Pero may iba ka palang motibo. Hindi pala tama ang motibo mo. Parang iniisip mo lang, well, pupunta ako church para mahugasan naman ang aking mga kasalanan. Masyado ako masama. O kaya para magpakitan tao. So, you know, your motives really, they must be checked. Pero, one thing that I've also learned and realized, mahirap magkaroon ng motibo na talagang malinis. You cannot really have a pure motive. Mahirap. Even for me as a pastor. You know, I can preach a good message, you know, and people can come up to me and say, Pastor, I was so blessed by your message. But after that, pwede ko sabihin, sabi ko na nga bang, galing-galing ko eh. Kasi iyakan talaga sila kanina when I was preaching. So, you know, there's that human side of me that would kick in once in a while and would reveal some of my motives. And I must constantly battle them. Kailangan ko laging paglabanan because it is close to impossible to always have a pure motive. Kahit sa isang Kristiyano na tapat na tapat sa Panginoon. And I'm not just saying this because I experience it. The Bible is also saying it. Sabi sa 1 Corinthians 4, 4 to 5, My conscience is clear. Sino ba sa inyo ngayon? Nakukonsensya kayo, kayo dahil nasa church kayo? Wala. Ibig sabihin, clear ang konsensya ninyo. But the Bible says, But that does not make me innocent. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore, judge nothing before the appointed time. Wait till the Lord comes. He will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motives of men's hearts. At that time, each will receive his praise from God. So, ngayon, nandito ka. Nakikinig ka sa sermon na to. But God is judging your heart. He is looking at your motives for coming here. When you pray, when you kneel before God, just like Salome, Alam ng Lord kung ano talaga ang dahilan mo kung bakit mo siya sinasamba. So if your motives are not pure, you're not going to receive the blessing that God has intended para sa'yo. Nakakatuwa lang sa Diyos, kahit minsan alam niya mali ang motibo natin, minsan binibless pa rin niya tayo. No? 
You know, that's just something about God. You cannot take that away from Him. His love is just so great. I'll give you some questions para lang ma-evaluate mo naman ang sarili mo. Hindi mo kailangan gawin ito dito, maganda tong gawin mo pag uwi mo sa iyong bahay. You ask yourself these questions about your motives. What is it that you want? Ano bang gusto mo? Then you follow that up. Bakit ko ginagawa ito? Why are you doing this? Next, sino ang aking pinaglilingkuran? Who am I serving? And lastly, you ask yourself, who do you want to impress? By those questions alone, malalaman mo kung ang motibo mo ay okay o hindi. Pero nais ko lang makiusap sa'yo, when you ask yourself these questions, maging totoo ka naman sa sarili mo. Huwag mo nalukohin ang sarili mo. Di ba minsan, tinatanong na lang natin ang sarili natin, marami para tayong pagdadahilan, nagsisinungaling pa tayo sa sarili natin. Hindi ka naman masyadong masama, medyo makulit ka lang. Alam mo yun, pinapawaba natin. Di ba? Pag napansin natin sa salamin ang ating sarili, maganda ba ako? Eh, alam mo naman, di ka naman masyadong kagandahan, pero sabi mo, pero ang ganda ng mata ko, ganda ng hair ko. Alam mo yun, hindi ka nagsasabi ng totoo. Tignan mo yung katabi mo, sabi mo sa kanya, maging totoo ka. Check your motives. Number two, you need to expect difficulty. This is where many people are misguided kasi akala nila, pag naging kristyano ka, tanggal lahat ng problema. And sometimes, the problems are not there, but the moment the Christian says, I will serve, dun pa siya nakakita ng mga problema sa buhay. Di ba? Parang okay na nga eh. Tapos ngayon, nagsaserve ako, ngayon pa ako nakakita ng mga problema. Parang ngayon, meron pa akong binabattle na sarili ko. Ngayon, kalabang ko pa ibang mga tao, parang hindi silang mga kristyano, parang ako lang talaga ang kristyano rito, parang ako lang talaga ang mabait. Matthew 20, 22-23, you don't know what you're asking, sabi ni Jesus sa kanila. Can you drink the cup I'm going to drink? Ang sagot nila, matapang na matapang, walang pag-aalinlangan, we can. Kaya po namin. But later on, after Jesus, you know, you know, he knew that the time was near. He went into the Garden of Gethsemane with his disciples, asked them to stay here for a while and pray with him. Ito ang panalangin ni Jesus, Matthew 26, verse 39. Ay sabi niya, My Father, if it is possible, sabi niya, may this cup be taken from me. Pero ang sagot niya, not as I will, but as you will. You know, in other translations, not my will, but let your will be done. Sabi ni Jesus, Oo, kaya nyo, pero sa totoo lang, hindi nyo maalam kung ano yung sinasabi ninyo na, dad, na kaya ninyong daanan. I'm doing this for mankind. I'm doing this because I love God's creation. Pero hindi nyo alam, akala nyo lang, konting hirap lang. It's not about that. You know, of course, hindi natin talaga makikita. You know, we cannot see into the future how much we are going to suffer or how much difficulty we are going to go through kung tayo ay maglilingkod sa Diyos. But I will tell you now, if you choose to serve God, it's going to be difficult at times. Hindi naman sa lahat ng pagkakataon, but it will be difficult. Philippians 1.29 says, For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ not only to believe on Him, but also to suffer for Him. So the Christian life is not trouble-free. Probably, nung mag-born again ka, nakarealize ka ba? Ang dami ko palang struggle sa buhay. Dati, hindi mo difficulty na pigilan ang sarili mong uminom. Ngayon, you're struggling with trying to prevent yourself from drinking or smoking or from doing drugs or from gambling or from things. Oh, parang ngayon, hirap na hirap ako, parang hindi madali. But that's the way it is. God is taking out these things na nag-ugat na sa buhay mo because He believes they are not going to be beneficial para sa'yo. But I will tell you today that there may be difficulties in serving or becoming a Christian 
ang rewards naman far outweigh the problems and difficulties you will ever face in your life as a Christian. Maniwala ka dyan, kapatid. Maniwala ka dyan. I believe that is true. And this is what the Bible says about that. In 1 Corinthians 15, 58, Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Yung i-work out mo na maging mabait ka, wag maging mainti ng ulo mo, the Bible is saying that labor in the Lord is not in vain. Yung tumulong ka sa kapwa kahit na walang balik sa'yo financially, walang return of investment, sabi rito, your labor in the Lord is not in vain. That when you serve in this ministry, diba? gusto ko maging part ng worship team, so you went through auditions, nakapasa ka, tapos ngayon nakita mo, ba hindi pala madali ang maging part ng praise and worship team. Akala ko glamorous ito, hindi pala, kasi marami palang paghahanda, pagpe-prepare sa sarili, bago makatayo dito. But the rewards of being able to serve is greater than the difficulties you will face. Sabi ng Bible, your labor in the Lord is not in vain. You want to serve, expect it to be difficult. Ito yung binigay ko example kaninang umaga. Para yung magulang na nagkaroon ng anak, ang anak ay, ang tawag sa kanila, responsibility. Tama ba ako mga magulang? Taas ang kamay ng mga magulang. A son or a daughter is a responsibility. The bigger they get, the bigger the responsibility. Palaki sila ng palaki, palakas sila ng palakas kumain. Hindi mo pwedeng sabihin sa anak mo, anak, malakas ka na yatang kumain. Ha? Pwede ba? Huwag ka naman masyado matakaw. You cannot tell your son or your daughter one, time, one day sabihin mo sa kanya, alam mo, para na makatulong ka sa aming mga magulang, mag, mga magulang mo, mag-fasting ka naman ngayon. Pagka ganun ka kapatid, I will say this word again because I am a parent. Pag ikaw nagsalita ka ng ganun sa anak mo, isa kang lapas tangang magulang. Bakit? Sino ba gumawa ng batang yon? Ikaw. Kung ayaw mo na responsibility, huwag ka nalang gumawa ng anak, huwag ka mag-asawa. Because you as a parent, that is your responsibility. At makinig po kayo. Of course, this is not a child's rights advo- advocacy. Ang anak mo ay hindi asset. Ang anak mo ay hindi pampadagdag yaman. Hello, parents. Wala po silang obligasyon sa inyo na ibigay ang kanilang sweldo kapag sila ay nagtatrabaho na. Sabi ng mga bata, come on, pastor, preach it. <laughs> Sabi, more, more. <laughs> Totoo lang po. Alam nyo, mali kasing pananaw yun eh. They are a responsibility. You entrust them to God. Lord, please help me take care of my son, my daughter. I will give him the best possible care, best education that I can give him. After that, tapos ang responsibility ko sa kanya. Okay? If he or she chooses to give pabalik sa akin, Praise the Lord. Kung wala, walang pananagutan sa iyo ang bata. Walang pananagutan sa iyo ang anak mo. Kasi ang pananagutan mo hindi sa hindi ang pananagutan nila hindi sa iyo, ang pananagutan mo hindi sa kanila, sa Diyos. God will ask you, were you a good parent? Anong sasagot mo sa Lord? So maybe that changes a lot of things in your perspective right now. Pastor, kaya ang dami kong anak eh, marami akong asset. Ah, kaya pala, mali. 
So, let's move on. Ibang sermon yun. I, you are most welcome to talk with me and let us discuss that. Because I don't want to give my children that sort of responsibility pagdating sa akin. Hindi nila ako dapat buhayin. Binigay ako ng Lord sa kanila or dinala sila ng Lord sa buhay ko para buhayin ko sila. At ganun din ang gagawin nila sa kanilang mga anak. Because here's the thing, number three, ito yung tie-in. If you are wanting to serve, you need to put others first. As a parent, you're serving your children. As a husband, you're serving your wife. As a wife, you're serving your husband. As a pastor, I'm serving you. I don't preach so that it is for my glory. I preach so that you get something and you are blessed and you are encouraged and you become a better Christian. Yun yun, kapatid. I'm putting you first. Pag pumupunta ka dito at nakikinig ka, you're putting the pastor first so that Pastor Raymond is encouraged, he can preach well. And that's how it is. After checking our motives and expecting difficulty, kailangan eto ang dapat mong gawin. Unahin ang iba. In verse 24, when the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Naggalit sila. Sino tong dalawan to? Parehas na naman kami. Kala mo naman sinong kagagwapo lumalapit kay Jesus. Sabi, lagay sa kaliwa at sa kanan. Ano ba nagawa niyan? Eh, tatamad nga niyan. Pag sinabi ni Jesus na pumunta sa ganitong lugar, hindi nga sila nauna. Tayong nauna. So the ten were thinking, wow, praise the Lord, buti na lang. Buti na lang kayong dalawa ang lumapit. Tignan nyo, lumabas ang inyong pagka-selfish. Hindi nila alam, the moment they started to say those words, lumabas din ang katotohanan, selfish din pala sila. Kasi para nila sinasabi, bakit kayo at hindi kami? You know, the church is getting bigger and you know, there are many groups being formed, malilit na mga grupo. It only takes one group with influential people come together and grow Tas kung meron silang masamang motibo, pwede na mag-cause ng problema sa isang church. Pero praise God, kasi dito po sa Cornerstone, wala namang ganun eh. Kasi tignan mo yung katabi mo, ang bait-bait talaga. Sabihin mo sa kanya, ang bait-bait mo? Para hindi kayo naniniwala eh. No? Here we see that selfishness always results in dissension. Pagkakaiwalay. So, ito yung grupo ng sampu, ito yung grupo ng dalawa. When we think only of ourselves, community breaks down and unity is replaced with division and backbiting. That's why one of the best things we can do as a church is to serve together. From the popular saying, okay, a play on words, a church that serves together stays together. Tanungin kita, ba't nasa Cornerstone ka? That's a good question to ask yourself. Why am I in Cornerstone? Pastor, I'm here because I believe in your vision to reach communities, cities, and countries. Praise the Lord. Let's go on to the next journey. Verse 25, ito ang sagot sa kanila ni Jesus, pinagalitan sila. Jesus called them and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Sila, tignan mo, silang mga governors, sila yung mga rulers. Ano ginagawa nila sa inyo? Di ba't sunod-sunuran kayo sa kanila? Pero kayo na mga Kristiyano, sabi ng Panginoon Diyos, hindi kayo dapat ganyan. If you want to be great, you must become a servant. If you want to be first, you must become a slave muna. Bago ka maging magaling sa kaharian ng Diyos. In Psalm 123 verse 2, sabi ganito dapat daw ang attitude ng isang naglilingkod. As the eyes of slaves look to the hand of their master, 
As the eyes of a maid look to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes, ang ating daw mga mata, ay dapat nakatuon sa Panginoon Diyos. That our goal is to make our Master happy. And that is Jesus. He is our God. He is our Savior. If I give you a command right now, a simple command, it's an action thing. Pag sinabi kong jump, magkakaroon ng tatlong reactions from among this group right here. If I say jump, the first group of people will jump. Atalun sila. The next group of people will say, bakit? The third group of people will say, gaano po kataas? Anong ibig sabihin? Yung unang grupo, tatalun lang, walang pagtatanong, walang, wala silang pakelam. O sige, tatalun lang naman pala eh. Ito, dito malun, wala naman na wala sa akin. Yung pangalawang grupo, yung nagtatanong, bakit ako tatanong? Sila yung mga reklamador. Kailangan may sagot palagi. But the third group, sila yung mga tunay ng mga servants kasi tatalun po ako, gano'n po kataas? Saan po ako tatalon? Sa bangin. Alam mo yun? They would like to know because they would want to make sure that the person who has given the command is satisfied sa bagay na gagawin nila. Tignan mo katabi mo. Tanang mo siya, do you satisfy the master? Tanang mo siya. Because when you satisfy God, you are saying, Lord, I am putting you first instead of me. So if you have a command, I'm going to ask you, Lord, gano'ng kalaki, gano'ng kahaba, gano'ng kalalim? Saan? Papano? Ganito po ba? That's a mark of a true servant. And lastly, number four, if you want to serve, you need to follow the example of Jesus. Kanina pa po natin yung binabanggit. But let's include that in the four points. Verse 28, just as a son of man, there's that term, kagaya ng anak ng Diyos. Sabi, just as a son of man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Si Jesus, hindi lang natin siya example, siya pa ang ating motivation. Sa sobrang example na gusto niya ipakita sa atin, talagang ibinigay niya ang lahat ng todo-todo. Ibinigay niya pa ang kanyang buhay. And we're talking about God Himself. Now, when you study in class 102, pinag-usapan namin to that Jesus, when He was still here on earth, He was 100% man and He was 100% God. But Philippians 2.1.7 says, Ito ang ginawa ng Panginoong Jesus. Verse 1, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and one in mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in the very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to His own advantage. Rather, He made Himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Jesus did not crack out the whip at sinabi niya sa mga tao, Wapak! Sabi niya, magpakabait kayo lahat, otherwise tatamaan kayo sa akin. Hindi niya ginawa yun. He spoke gently to the people. He spoke to them in the times that they were in great need and told them exactly what they needed to hear. But He never told them, Dahil ako ang Diyos, pag di ka nagpakabait, I will destroy you. He never told them that. 
He is our example. He is our great motivation. He gave His own life as a payment for our sins. If you want a standard on how to be other-centered, si Jesus yon, wala nang iba. Because God is just so great. Minsan, alam niya na mag tayo. Minsan, alam niya na hindi natin kayang gawin. Tinutulungan niya tayo. He picks us up and He places us doon sa sitwasyon na kung saan, you know, He believes mas kakayanin natin. You know, many times, God is doing the things for you. May mga bagay na dapat kang gawin, pero nakita ng Lord, nag-fail ka. Siya ang sumasalo sa'yo. You know, if you know the term substitution, you know, in any sport, di ba? Kaya pinapalitan yung player kasi either pagod na or hindi nakaka-score o nakakasira lang sa diskarte ng team. In our lives, meron din ganun. Ang pangalan niya, si somebody else. May ganun din po sa buhay natin. Yung pag di natin kayang gawin, pumapalpak tayo, meron din, si somebody else. Let me read this to you. There's a clever young guy named somebody else. There's nothing this guy can't do. He is busy from morning till way late at night, just substituting for you. You're asked to do this or you're asked to do that. And what is your reply? Get somebody else to do that job. He'll do it much better than I. So much to do in this weary old world. So much and workers so few. And somebody else all weary and worn is still substituting for you. When was the last time you received a command, an instruction from God? Tapos hindi mo ginawa. Somebody substituted for you. May ibang gumawa nun. One day, God told you, will you pray for your mom or your dad? Hindi mo ginawa, tinawag ng Lord ang tatay mo o kaya ang mga kapatid mo para manalangin sa nanay mo. One day, you were driving along, may kumatok sa bintana ng yung sasakyan, humihingi ng pagkain, hindi mo binigyan ng pagkain, somebody, probably in the other car, would substitute for you to give food to that person or money to that person na nangihingi. You were supposed to come to church because God wanted you to come. Hindi ka pumunta. Somebody is going to substitute your place at siya ang mabibless, hindi ikaw. There are a lot of things in your life na hindi mo ginawa para sa Lord. Somebody substituted for you. I once talked on this subject about irresponsibility. When you are irresponsible, there will be a vacuum that will be created of because of your irresponsibility. Pero yung vacuum, kapatid, hindi nananatiling vacuum. Because somebody will step in and be responsible over your irresponsibility. Natapo ng coke sa carpet, you leave it alone. Who's going to be responsible over it? Your mom, your dad, your kuya, your ate, yung katulong. Kung hindi nila gagawin, may ibang gagawa nun. The vacuum will always be filled. There is somebody else right now who has taken your place because you did not do the things that you're supposed to be doing for the glory of God. Do servants serve? Yes, dapat. But at times, they do not. That is when somebody else comes. If God cannot find a man, it is Jesus Himself, it is God Himself that would take that vacuum and fill it up. Because 
sa mata ng Diyos, my work is always in progress. Hindi ito tumitigil, hindi ito dependent sa iyo, hindi ito dependent sa akin. But when you are allowing somebody else to do it for you, you miss out on the blessing of being used by God. You miss out on the blessing of being able to serve. So what are you waiting for? Four things. You need to serve whenever you can. Anumang oras, anumang panahon. Pangalawa, you need to serve wherever you can. It doesn't matter. Outside the church, inside the church, in your home, in school, in the workplace. You serve whoever is in need. Marami niyan. And lastly, you must be willing to do whatever it takes. Pastor, wala ako eh. You know, except I can pray. Then that is the best that you can do. Pastor, wala naman ako isang libo. Meron ako isang daan. Then probably that is the best that you can do. You need to do whatever it takes. I'm challenging you right now. Because for the next seven years, kapag pumutok ng gusto ang cornerstone sa dami, hindi namin kayang ministeryohan ng lahat ng mga tao. Ikaw, kailangan nandun ka para tulungan kami. Pagkailangan ng artista sa TV, hindi naman pwedeng ako lang palagi, di ba? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, darating din ang time, magagamit ako. Sabi mo sa kanya, nagsisimula yun ngayon. Can you bow your heads with me? Let's just worship the Lord.